Welcome to City Life Church Podcast. Our desire is that all may come to know Christ and fulfill their purpose in life. We welcome you to head over to our website for more information. God bless you and enjoy the message. Hi, thank you for joining me again today. I trust that you are able to continue to put your trust in God through these challenging, difficult times. I know things change daily, and we're all making decisions, and we're all looking to God, first and foremost, for answers for everything in our lives. I do today want to continue in the subject or topic of understanding the times that I started last week with and gave us a couple of things in that regard. So so uh, welcome to the second part of that. I talked last week about two areas and talked about in the areas of understanding the times was our culture, talked a little about culture and then defining potential roadblocks. We talked about those things. So I want to discuss the last three today, talk about those a little bit, which is the, the timing, the strategy and the implementation or implementing things as we go through this and understanding the times. So I do want to reread the key text that I read last week. We were talking about King David and him bringing all of the, the different armies in, the different skilled soldiers, the warriors, uh, developing all of these battle-ready teams to come together to help win the battle, win the war moving forward. And that I felt like the most important addition to that were the men of the tribe of Issachar that we see. So I want to read that one verse in First Chronicles 12.32. It says this, For the tribe of Issachar, there were 200 leaders of the tribe with their relatives. All these men understood the signs of the times and knew the best course for Israel to take. We talked about that. You, if you didn't get to see that, you can certainly go back and find that in the archives to get up to speed on that. So I won't go back into all the details of that again. But that's really important, I think, in helping us that God appoints and he selects people and he, really, he speaks to people through various ways to help prepare us, to help us to know how to understand, how, how to see the times that are going on. And he does that in various ways. You know, I believe that God is giving the church the tools, the necessary tools that are needed to be like those men of Issachar to understand the times. And I, I believe we're in a season, we're in a time right now that, oh boy, I tell you, we're on the move. Even though it seems like we're sitting in place, it seems like we're kind of shut in and those kind of things that, that we look around and go, wow, how can I be effective? What is God doing? I think God is at work right now. He knows exactly what he's doing. The enemy has reared his ugly head and God has already formulated a plan and a purpose and he's chosen to include us in that. So that's exciting. So we're all part of that. If we're a believer in Jesus Christ, we're part of his warriors. We're part of his kingdom. We're part of the team. And some of us do battle in different ways and we understand that, that he's building his church and the gates of hell absolutely will not, will not prevail against that. You know, the first one uh, actually is the third one that I want to jump into is timing. You know, uh, when is it time to move out? What does is, what is timing look like? You know, in a, in a time like this, we're maybe uncertain because we're in a shut-in mode. We're in a lockdown mode. I want to read a scripture out of Ephesians chapter 5, starting in verse 15. And it says this, See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, 
but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. I think this is a really good scripture. Obviously we're living in the days of evil. There's a lot of evil going on around us. So we need to understand the will of the Lord. This is important for us as we dig into this. What is it? What is the will of the Lord? Well, we see in the scripture kind of twofold that we see, we seek God, number one, for understanding. And we're seeking him. We talked about redeeming the times. Obviously, redemption or redeeming, there's something that wasn't good in the past. And so he's redeeming that. And so he's given us opportunity now to move forward. So we, we seek God for understanding. And the second part of that is we use wisdom. I believe God's given us all wisdom. The Bible says if we lack wisdom to ask him and he will give that to us. He, he wants to share that with you. He, he wants to give that to us. So let's make sure that we're asking God for wisdom as we're navigating through this stuff. And so making sure that we're seeking him, seeking his understanding, and we're using wisdom as we move forward in the process of what we're doing. So here's a scripture that is really the mandate for his timing. And this is a, a timeless scripture, really, that Jesus spoke in Matthew chapter 28. Many of us know these few verses here, but I want to read them. Matthew 28, starting in verse 18, says this, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. You know, it seems like we're probably coming to the end of the age. And probably in so many ways we can, we can see that coming. Although there's probably last several generations have said that to their kids and to their grandkids. We're in the end times. But the reality is what we can see around us, there's a lot of evidence potentially that we're, we're in that season and time. And so, you know, but the reality is it only takes one person to ignite a city, to change a city. We see that certainly with Jesus. And then when he spoke to his disciples and they went out and really affected those people around them, we see what happened where thousands of people would come to Christ in one day. And so we know that when somebody speaks the truth, speaks the word under the influence and the power of the Holy Spirit, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, things can happen. Things can change. And so, you know, that person may be you. Maybe it's a person that you are yet to lead to a life-saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. I believe it's all of us. I believe we're all called to this, into this arena to work together in this. But I so strongly believe that the time of harvest is upon us as we navigate and we reach out to people in their challenging times. And I believe, I know we're all in challenging times, but there's so many people around us, you know, that are going through so many difficult things. There's a lot that plays into what's going on right now. Yes, we're dealing with the, the COVID-19 virus. We're dealing with all of that. But there's also a lot of fallout that comes from decisions that are made based on what the government or the, the counsel from doctors give. There's a whole other side of the coin that is causing others to lose life. And so it's a challenge. And to be in, put in positions of 
where they don't know maybe their next paycheck or there's a lot of things that I know happening in our communities. And I know this has been multiplied throughout the United States where we see a big increase in things like domestic violence and child abuse and, and we see burglaries and theft. And the one thing that, that, again, that comes to my attention is the suicide rate is going up. The suicide hotlines are really busy right now. And those are people that, in most cases, don't understand where their hope comes from. Although and there's also some Christians that are in that too. So I, w- I want to say we need to continue to pray for people. And we need to continue to reach out to these people and help in any way we can. The next one I want to go to is strategy. Strategy is a big word. There's a lot involved in strategy. But I want to tell you this. It's going to look different. That's just the bottom line. It's going to look different. Uh, we must be forward thinking as we're navigating through this season and time. We're in understanding the times. We have to be forward thinking. The last thing that we want to do is to go back the way it was before, the way we lived life before. We need to make the changes necessary to be an active influence and walking in the power of the Holy Spirit and touching the lives of people around us. You know, there's a, I'm thinking about back in the 80s, one of my favorite singers, uh, Keith Green, fortunately died in a plane crash, but he wrote a song. It's a great song. It's a fun song, but there's a lot of truth to it. And it's called, So You Want to Go Back to Egypt. And in the words in there, there's a lot of things that he puts in there. And it's that whole idea that you get into that place of not happy, grumbling of saying, man, if we could only go back to the way it was before. And, uh, you know, he talks about, hey, so you want to go back to Egypt where it's warm and secure. And then he goes on and talking about kind of the fun part of it is the, the manna of, of the different types of manna because they're getting tired of eating manna every day. He goes through that and says, manna again, you know, so this complaint is manna waffles, manna bread, manna burgers, manna bagels, all of these things. He goes through all this stuff of what can you make with manna to keep going in that stuff. So, you know, you get into these times and seasons, and I believe like the children of Israel, we're in this kind of feels like this desert time of time of complaining. It's like, man, I just don't like it here. I don't like what we're going through man, if we could just go back to the way it was before this coronavirus. And I want to caution us and challenge us. No, I believe God wants us to look forward. He wants us to be forward thinking, not backwards thinking, going backwards in this. And, you know, it's just like, oh, I just want to go back to the way it was before the virus. Let's not go there. Let's not do that. So we can't go back. We must go forward. So this is part of the strategy. And so if God has given us a mandate to do something, We must recognize this is for us and this is important. And when he gives us a mandate, it's not to go back, it's to go forward. And so, you know, thinking outside the box, because that's kind of where we're at right now. We're having to think outside the box in so many ways. How do we do church? How do we live our lives as Christians? What does that look like? And thinking outside the box, outside our box, is actually being in the center of God's box in reality. Because his box, he's already there. He's already, he's waiting for us to join him in what he's doing. You know, here's a question for you. When was the last time you picked up a bunch of dirt, spit in it, and put it in somebody's eyes to see them healed? Oh, you, you haven't done that. But that was right in the center of Jesus's box. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, that, that was his box. That's, that's where he was operating. For us, we're like, 
you know, that's not where I'm at. That's not what I'm doing. But the reality is that was his box. That was the center of, of God's box for Jesus. And he was there. So as we're moving forward, we have to know we want to not be in our box, but we want to be in his box. So our primary concern shouldn't be what does Satan have? What's the next trick up his sleeve? What is he going to do? But our, our primary concern should be, are we obeying the marching orders of Jesus? Are, are we following in line with his commands, what he's wanting us to do? The creator of the universe has spoke a word. Are we following that? Are we getting into line? You know, this is not about religiosity. It's not about religion. You know, there will be religious sects of people that are going to come out against whatever the move of the Holy Spirit is in the last days because they will be unwilling to get outside of their box and to get into God's box. And so we have to be careful to not get stuck in that. You know, it's easy to get stuck in a religious mindset or, oh, this is the way we did it before and it, and it worked then, let's, let's go back and do that. But I believe God is challenging us to move forward. You know, the other question would be, you know, are we waiting for revival? Are we sitting back and saying, God, send revival? Because I know that's prayers we've all prayed. God, send revival. And it's interesting when I thought about that, I'm thinking, you know, that's a prayer that he answers instantaneously because he's looking down on us and he said, ah, you're the answer to your own prayer. You are the revival. We are the revival. God is calling us out to become that revival, to come together, to be united in worshiping and seeking God and, and to going after everything. You know, this is an open door right now that we have that God is germinating some things. He's growing some things and he's preparing the door to be flung wide open for harvest. And I believe that we're on the doorstep of that. We're moving into that place right now as long as we make sure that we're getting in his box and we're not staying in our box. I think it's important for us to understand that. You know, there's a scripture in Mark 16, 15, very similar to Matthew 28, what I read. This says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every person. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. I love that. But he who does not believe will be condemned. It's pretty straightforward understanding that. And it's easy truth. It's easy truth to understand simply we believe in Jesus Christ you know, we become baptized in water and we move forward in our walk with Christ. In that process, another thing that's so important for us is that we need to take more time for prayer and intercession during this time, during this season. As we step into this, as we step into understanding the times and the strategy as we're moving forward. We need to be creative in how we connect and how we pray together, how we strategize moving forward. Here though, the other part, prayer alone you know, prayer is important, but we don't want to just be in that place of prayer alone. That can leave us in this place of stagnant, not moving out because we, we keep saying, well, we just need to keep praying about it. I believe God comes, he gives us answers and we have to move out in our strategy. And so that's only part of the responsibility we have as believers is the prayer and the intercession part, although very important. But in order to fulfill Mark 16, 15, we need all the gifts functioning including those gifts, and we talked about gifts to intercede, gifts to strategize, gifts to implement, all those things. But God's given that to the body of Christ, and that's the good thing. You know, those are things we are challenged with now of, of trying to figure out and navigate how to do that, but, but God's giving us answers, and so I so appreciate that. I want to read the scripture in Acts 1-8 that a lot of us are familiar with, this portion of scripture, but this is important. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you 
and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere. In Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Guess what? (laughs) The Holy Spirit has come upon us. He has done that already. If you're a believer today, the Holy Spirit, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. He dwells in you. He has come upon you. That's the benefit we have when Jesus Christ went to be seated at the right hand with his Father. You know, he sent us the Holy Spirit, and he resides in us. That's an incredible tool that we have to use. And we're in a season of strategy right now. I believe that, and God's giving us strategy. And I believe as you seek God and pray, he'll give you strategy. And I'm excited to see how that unfolds for each one of you. Then the last thing is this idea of the plan of implementation or implement. And so how do we implement? Well, I talked about before, we start with prayer. That's a great start for implementation. Through prayer, we can discern the nature of the things that God wants to do. We can discern what the enemy's plans, how the enemy is sneaking around trying to do things. We can be a discerner of that. You know, there's things we still need to understand in some of that, but we can exercise authority that Jesus has given us over the enemy. It's so important. We can do that to shut down the activity of Satan. And so we've been given that authority through the Holy Spirit to override anything that the enemy is doing. Now, I'm not going into details or teaching about uh, spiritual warfare today, but this is important for us to know The Bible talks about that it's important for us to know the strategies of the enemy, and we need to educate ourselves on that. Now, we don't live in that sphere, that realm, where we're living in that whole area that creates fear because we're trying to learn about Satan so much, but we just, it's it's just a matter of understanding what his tactics are. I think any army that goes into something, they're, they're studying the tactics of the enemy, what they do, how they do it, and that's just part of what God is, is allowing us to do and studying that and figure out what's the next move of the enemy. And so it's important for us to understand that so we can properly break down the power of Satan and what he's doing in our times of prayer where we can see the harvest released because that's really what we're, we're asking God for in this process. Now in 1 Peter 5, 8, so when we implement, we must do this. It says, stay alert. <laughs> this is a good verse. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion seeking for someone to devour. This is so important for us. Stay alert. Stay alert. We're in shutdown mode. We're in lockdown mode. But we need to stay alert. We need to be in his word. We need to be hearing what the spirit is saying to the church. We read that verse last week. And understanding the times, this is important for us. Making sure we stay alert and watch out because the enemy is out there. He is running rampant right now. We don't want to be in fear of that, but we have understandings of his tactics. We can see it. We should be able to identify the enemies at work. Well, that means the work of the Holy Spirit, the power of God is at work even greater. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. We carry that with us. We carry that power. We carry that authority over the enemy. So let's not be hiding in a closet somewhere in our house, just kind of hunkering down saying, oh, God, rescue us from all this stuff. He, he's God. He's doing what he does. But we need to be those who are mighty warriors. We are battle ready. We have the armor of God, and we're taking it to the enemy. We're not cowering back. We're not stepping back from it, but we're on the offensive, and we're going after him. And so 
we need to make sure we have a clear mind in this process and we take authority over the enemy. That is our place and that's what we've been given the power to do. I believe that God wants to anoint the churches of Thurston County with a fresh strategy and a renewed wisdom for harvest. I just believe God is descending. He's sending his Holy Spirit upon the churches of Thurston County. I believe there's networking. There's things that are going to happen. We're going to begin to see this harvest. And we have to stir up the faith that's in us. We need to stir up the faith to believe that what God said in his word is true. That he's called us to be those who are witnesses for him. Who declare the goodness of God. Who declare hope and his righteousness, and we begin to lead people to the fresh water of the Holy Spirit, that they can drink of something fresh, and the stagnant of old is gone. And so I would encourage you, again, don't look back. Don't pray, Lord, get us back to where it was before. He has a plan moving us forward, and so we need to embrace that and discover what that is in that as we're talking through these things. We're talking about the timing today. And we, we're talking about strategy and we're talking about implementing. And, and so it's important for us as we go through these things. And so with these five areas of understanding the times that we just talked about last week and this week, it's important for us to get a good grasp on that. You know what? There's a lot of things, additional things I could say about this, but I, I would encourage you just to dive into the word and allow the Holy Spirit to show you things personally, some truths personally. And again, I would admonish you to steer clear of all the voices that are out there that are trying to, to lead us in different directions. And I would say, let's tune our ears in to the voice of the Lord because he is the only one that has the truth. There's segments of truth out there. Granted, that's true. But let's not allow that to dictate how we live our life and, and what we can and can't do in the sense of our freedoms as believers, our freedoms as, as Christians, I believe God has the answers to all of this and he is sharing those with us as we continue to seek him. And so with the help of the Holy Spirit, we can understand the times and the seasons that we're in and we will see unprecedented harvest of souls for God's kingdom. I really believe that. I just wanna pray for you again as we conclude today and just encourage you in this, that we're in this together. Uh, God's called us to this, and uh, he is faithful. You know, he's faithful to complete what he started. He started a good work in all of us. So, Lord, right now, I just pray for everyone listening right now. They hear the sound of my voice. God, I, I pray that the, the security that the Holy Spirit brings, God, we would take that and we would put it upon us. We would put it on like a blanket, the security of the Holy Spirit that dwells in us, that we can access that 24-7 Anytime we need that, God, we're calling on the Holy Spirit to come and intervene on our behalf. And God, your church is rising. Your church is rising right now. You are mobilizing your church, God. You're building your church, God. And we are trusting you in this process. God, thank you for asking us to be a part of the mission, a part of the team. God, we're partnering with you. And we thank you for that. I pray for anyone who's struggling right now. God, wherever they're at, if it's an emotional struggle, physical struggle, or financial struggle, God, you would meet their need. God, you would come on the scene right now where they're at in their home. God, I declare that the goodness of God, the righteousness of God, 
and the healing of God will come on every life. The provision of God right now, Lord, and we're asking this in the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again. We just had another incredible time, I believe, with the Lord. Uh, worship is amazing. And continue just to play those. I, I had people telling me that they're, you know, continuing to play the worship uh, time just throughout the week. And so I encourage you to do that because that really lifts us up and it builds our spirit. So join me again Wednesday night at 7 and Saturday night at 7. We'll be here to pray for you, to encourage you, to support you any way we can. Again, if there's anything you need, please let us know. And don't forget, just want to kind of throw this out. I probably haven't talked about it hardly at all, but just encourage you, if you have any questions in regard to your giving, we appreciate that so much. Because I know it's not about giving for the sake of giving to the church because of this or that or building, but, you know, it's just the principles of the Word of God that work, whether we're meeting together or not. So we do this in different ways. But you can either go on our website, the PayPal, you can do your bill pay, or you can even mail it in. We do have a secured mailbox here on the premises too. So however you decide to do that, we appreciate you in that regard. It's a blessing. And in addition to that, we continue to pray for your financial needs, your jobs, those situations. And uh, anyway, so God bless you. We'll see you again soon. Thank you for listening to City Life Church Podcast. 